Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy. I will. (laughs) Did I forget last time? (laughs) Yeah, you forgot last time. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, uh, it's Michael White. And it's Anthea Morfitis. Hope you're uh, doing well. Friday's episode. Um, we're really looking forward to talking about this topic with you guys. Um, as you know, all of our topics are fantastic. Um, and this topic is, are people toxic or do they have toxic behaviors? Now, before we get into it, there's a few things we got to clear up. Guys. Like, share, subscribe to the video. We give you free content. You know, um, you know, we make sure to put the effort, love, and value, and we're only going to try to improve the programming because that's what this is, um, to give you guys the best quality that you deserve and the best topics that you deserve. So um, make sure that, you know, you guys please support and like the channel on any platform that you desire. We provide all the tools. You guys have to do it, and it's free. Mm-hmm. It totally is free. Just like, share, and subscribe. Oh. <laughs> Happy days. No, we like what I like. I always say we love doing this, and we love bringing the subjects to the table and discussing. So, um, I know, like, we have messages and people saying thank you, and obviously asking us questions in um, in the topic we bring up. So it's nice to know that people are interested and it can make a difference to your world and that's what we're here for to bring our our relationships together like a better relationship overall for everyone exactly exactly and that's the thing what more free do you guys want when you go to the grocery store and they have the guy standing there with the tray with the with the all types of uh you know delicacies and you're like is it free and he's like it's very free That's what we're saying, guys. This is very free. It's very, um, very free. <laughs> so like us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, whatever you guys feel comfortable with. <clears throat> play the promo video, and then we will get started in today's episode. Okay, so let's do it. Are people toxic or do they just have toxic behaviors? I'm going to let Anthea go first because I feel like I'm going to go on a tangent when it comes to (laughs) it. So I'm going to let her go first. 
and then I'm gonna my piece because I I have a lot to say when it comes to I yeah I I think the toxic behavior is because the person's mindset is toxic, and that's what drives the behavior. So I think yes, toxic people are sorry. Toxic behavior is because the person's mind is toxic, and they show up in ways that is very selfish in, in a sense. They're, um, they, haven't, <laughs> they haven't let go of any of their troubles of the past. They are very hurt people. And they can show up in ways that, that their behavior just does not resonate with people. Like, I don't know, like, you know what? I've been in toxic relationships with a toxic person and that's why they be, I understand their behavior is because of their way they think. So they might think stuff like, oh, you might cheat on me, or you're cheating, or you are cheating on me, or they might be extremely calling because of what they what they have experienced previously. Um, they can have loads of negative, negative feelings and emotions that may be experiencing like depression, anxiety, um and unhappiness and all of that shows up in somebody's behavior so when someone's feeling depressed and they're feeling unhappy they're not satisfied in any way with where they are their behavior is gonna is going to mirror how they're thinking so if somebody was if somebody's um in a really good space and they really healed what's happened in their experiences to to accept what happen and they're able and they're able to say oh, I'm going to leave that in the past um and they're able to forgive themselves forgive others their behavior is not going to be of toxic ways it's not going to be um of oppressive way or a controlling way or um, a self-centered way it's going to be very abundant they're going to be looking out for you in the right way they're going to be loving on you and expressing a goodness about them because their mind is clean so, so it doesn't mean if somebody's, I, and I think if somebody's got toxic behavior, it doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means they're just not there. They haven't learned to let go of things. They haven't learned to forgive. And that behavior comes out towards other people because, you know, they're. Themselves in their thought process, in how they behave, it comes out in all different ways. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I'm going to add some points here. And uh, I, I, that's why I said a lot. I'm going to let you go first because I know I'm going to go off on a tangent when it comes to this. <laughs> first off, before I start, I'm going to say most people have emotional damage. And there's a reason why I'm saying this. People go around throwing words that they have no idea what they mean. Oh, everything to them is toxic. They're, this person's toxic. They're toxic. They're to Yo, you need to chill. You need to relax and actually understand the words that you're using and the definitions behind them, first of all. So with that being said, is someone could be an amazing person, but there's just certain qualities that could be toxic. We all have toxic behavior sometimes. We are not perfect people. That's what a lot of people don't understand. You could be a wonderful person, but sometimes you could be a jerk. Mm. 
doesn't mean you're a jerk all the time, but you could be a jerk in specific certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? You could be um, a wonderful person, but you could be needy in some situations. You could not be understanding in some situations. Does it mean you're bad or you have toxic behavior? No, it's just with those specific situations or those specific triggers, depending on who you're dealing with, you might have some toxic behavior. Now, people who are overall toxic, and I mean is they're just bad from the from the jump. Like just right off from the jump, like, you know, they rub elbows with wrong elbows with everybody in a bad way. They have a hard time maintaining any type of connections or relationships. Um, you know what I mean? Just their how their energy is and their presence just rubs people the wrong way. So there's a big difference between the two, but it's so easy for people to just lump everything together. Because if we really look at it, and let's be honest, if I have a wife and somebody breaks into the house, and I love using this analogy, is it toxic behavior if I protect my family and beat up the robber? No. No, it's not. I'm protecting my family, right? But you might be like, that's toxic behavior. No, I'm protecting my family. If a woman stands up for her man in public when, when, um, let's say, the waiter is being rude to to the man and a wife stands up for her husband and says, uh, you know, sir, or whatever his name is, John, can you please not talk to my husband like that? He's my husband. Is it toxic behavior? If she corrects his bad behavior? No. No. So we really have to be careful that we don't just go around slinging words around without understanding what they mean or the context on how to use them. And I think toxic behavior is, is, you know, you see people, they stir up trouble, Michael. They, if somebody's quite toxic overall, they're not going to come up with peace. There's going to be trouble behind it. And anything they try and do is, um, ends up being toxic. And they don't even realize, some people don't even realize that that's what's happening. They don't know it. Like if someone's showing up, someone's waking up in the morning, and they're drinking alcohol, let's say, um, and they're doing that all day, then their behavior from that is not gonna be of purity, is it? Because they've got toxic stuff in their body, which is gonna come out. What goes in must come out at the end of the day. So, you know, you've got to look at the overall behavior, like Michael was saying. I think if you've got, if somebody just says one thing and then you go, oh, that's toxic, then Well, it might have been that word might be a toxic thing to say, but it doesn't mean the person is overall a toxic person and their mind is toxic. It just means that in that moment something was said. But if it's happening all the time and someone's showing up in your world, in your relationship, and they're they're betraying very negative behaviour and everything that... And I've been there, but everything that the person's touched is like literally... It's just been a it's been a mess. It's just a mess. And as much as they're trying to show up positive, there's so much that has been unhealed within them that it's actually their behavior just reflects their mindset. And that's what I've noticed over the years, like literally. So um, you can't take somebody who's generally very loving and very 
on point with themselves and a really good direction in life, knows what they want, knows where they're going, and something happens. Like you said, someone breaks into the house and then the man stands up and beats the living crap out of them. <laughs> and then you go, well, that's really toxic. It's like, well, no, that's not, because he was about to come and attack us first, you know? He was about to clear out our home. So you're very right, Michael, and I totally agree with what you're saying as well. Well, well you see, that's the thing that I want people to really understand is words have power and be careful what you use because you can't just run around saying everything is toxic. No. And that's no. what the world we're living in because I've noticed when people get correction, they consider it toxic because yeah. they don't like correction. Mm. If I tell you to stop doing something and I say, or whatever, like in the previous videos that we've done where I said, hey, you're kind of being a jerk or I tell you to stop doing something and I correct a certain type of behavior that I feel is inappropriate if we're in a relationship, you consider that toxic. So I'm saying to you need they need to chill. You need to be able to understand that being in a relationship, you have to be able to receive, receive correction. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes in all round in a relationship, doesn't it? Because if something is being... If something's being pointed out, unless you really stand by your own values and you're like, well, I don't see anything wrong with it, then obviously there's a there's something that's not connecting with the two of you because mostly the relationships that are abundantly good and, and working, that you know, you normally would take it in a negative way. Because you they would, take it too personally. That's yeah. the problem. They're but taking it way too personal. Yeah, because there's too much of today's, in today's society of, you know, stand up for me, which, yes, I totally agree with, but that people take it into the wrong end, wrong end of the stick and they do look at it as if you're having a go, or, but it's actually you're just expressing something that doesn't work for you. And and I think... Well, in a relationship, I'm not attacking you. Like, if I say something no. I'm attacking you, I'm no. saying... What you're displaying in this very moment is trash. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you personally, but I'm saying how you're behaving in this moment is trash. But look, through some research last night, I was like, this is where I got, you know, um, I was just looking at the toxic traits of a person. And like I'm just going to say, I've got it in the title here, and it says, including unsupportive, unpleasant behavior, being manipulative, judgmental, controlling, and self-centered. Such people can cause various negative feelings and emotions that may be experiencing like depression, anxiety, worthiness, and unhappiness. And that's what I was saying earlier on. It's very much like that behavior, you've got to look at the overall, because if somebody is being unsupportive and, un and has unpleasant behavior, and then they come out and say, well, I don't like the way you're doing this, or they point something out, then it, then that's where you can take it to another level because it's that's going to be something constantly happening because of the overall behavior. But if you're in a good relationship where you have a good communication and things, you know, you just understand one another, there's respect there, there's love, there is you know, movement forward in the sense of, you know, where you're going together, you're very secure together. And someone says to you, what you just displayed right now, I didn't quite agree with it. Like, you know, I didn't quite like that. Then that is not toxic. It's just not. 
But I love what you said, and I'm glad that you brought those statistics because you see someone being self-centered or no, someone being selfish was one of the traits, right? Yeah, yeah. Or oh, unsupportive, unpleasant behavior. But like selfish. Yeah. Or self-centeredness was one of them, right? Yeah, that's right. Self-centered. Don't you think we're all a little self-centered? Absolutely we are. So then, that, yeah. means that we're all toxic then. We're all self-centered to some degree. Yeah, to some degree, of course, we, we have to be because we are individuals at the end of the day. And like we said, you know, when we speak about relationships, it's it's more about what you want. And that is a self-centered thing. It's about what you are looking for, your desires, your wants, your needs. And if somebody's not meeting that, then you're not going to move forward in the relationship. But that's a self-centered thing because you're, you're, you're looking at self and you're saying, what do I want? Um and, and aren't I think we all a little controlling to some degree. Absolutely. I think everyone has you you know, there's gonna be some kind of sort of control somewhere. Like and but again, I think it, it all comes back down to how much of that is happening. So if, right, like if it's a self-centered thing of um or a selfish or whatever, what was the word, the other word you just used? Selfish, self-centered. And the last one you said, but anyway, it's like, if, if those traits are being shown all the time, then that's when it's toxic. But if it's just a one-off every so often that something happens, then that's called life. See, what people need to understand is selfishness. And I like that one too. In a relationship, and I love that Anthea said, meet each other's needs. Or like, if you're not stepping up to the bar of that person's needs, when you get into a relationship, and again, I'm going to make this very clear. And I hope, you know, somebody comments on it or something. You guys surrender to each other's needs. Mm. And if the person has needs that you are uncomfortable with, um, or needs that you are not aligned with, you do not, you're not going to surrender to, then you're not going to have a successful relationship with them. Absolutely. And that's what you need to understand. Relationship is about um, surrendering to each other. So it means stepping out of self and stop being selfish or self or self-centeredness and surrendering to a relationship. It's not to the other person. You're surrendering to the relationship which that other person is in. So you're surrendering to each other. Mm. And that's why I made that very clear that if that person has things that you cannot surrender to, so that's a form of submission, then don't date them. It's like, I'll give a beautiful example. I will not date a girl that has multiple guy friends. So if we date... And I know that, and let's say she tells me, well, no, I'm not about that. She's not going to surrender to that. Not to me, but in the relationship. Yes. So then that's not something that I can jump on board with. Yes, it doesn't mean you're toxic or that's toxic behavior. It doesn't mean it's toxic behavior, but there's so many times where people out here shaming people. It's like with you. If you meet a guy, he's a great guy, and he tells you that he wants to have kids, it's not something you can surrender to. Not great guy, but it's not something you can surrender to because it's not your want. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what people are not understanding is it, when you come into a relationship, 
You guys both have different needs, preferences, whatever. So when you meet the person that you're supposed to be with or the person that's for you, you have no problem surrendering to what it is they want and they have no surrender, no problem surrendering to what it is you want. Absolutely. And I so, and you know what, you're beautifully said, and it's so true, Michael, because, you know, we've had, obviously we've had experiences and I know there's relationships that I've been in that I've just put a barrier up because I don't want to surrender to it. And, um, and I didn't realize at the time. What they wanted, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't do it because I didn't realize that I thought that I was into them or I, you know, I thought that they were right for me, but actually the fact that I wasn't willing to put my, my whole self into the relationship like that and surrender to the relationship means that I wasn't that interested and hence why I'm not with them today. Um, so, but I, you know, moving forward, it's something that I really do take on board. And I think to myself, you know, at the end of the day, if I'm not willing to surrender in this relationship and go to the wants and needs and be able to align them together and be able to understand one another, then what's the point? No point, because you're just going to have resistance throughout the relationship. Well, and you're going to end up getting hurt. Yeah, absolutely. What don't understand is we all have different needs and preferences. And based off of your needs and preferences, a lot of people are going to be eliminated. It is what it is. Some people yep. are going to get eliminated. It's just like with sports or anything. Not everybody makes the cut. You're going to get eliminated. And that's the thing. I always tell both parties, never, and I make this very clear, never do things that you are, A, not willing to surrender to, B, you're willing to do them to keep the person, which is wrong, you should surrender to it because it's something you want to do. It's not because you're trying to keep them. You're trying to keep them from leaving. You surrender to it because you're like, I enjoy that too. You're surrendering to it because in this relationship, that person has a need and you're like, I like them enough or love them enough to want to surrender to that need. It's yeah. from a genuine space. And that's what it needs to come from. I agree. I totally agree. And like, so when, you know, asking that question, are people toxic or do they have toxic behavior? Do you, would you agree to say that the, it's both toxic we all people? all have toxic behaviors. Yes, but it depends yeah. on how out of control some of them are. Some people are out of control. Right? Yeah. And then a straight up toxic person, like a just straight up toxic person would just be like, you meet this person. You can just tell they're rude to everybody. They have no sense of compassion, no sense of understanding. And it's like, let's let's put it this way. We all have toxic behaviors, right? But let's say they're mitigated. They're very controlled. So let's say it's up to like level five, right? We could be a little toxic. Some We could be a little needy. We could be a little selfish, self-centeredness. But majority of the time in our moving behaviors, it's very pleasant. It's very engaging. It's very loving. It's very peaceful. So let's put it at like, a, a, let's say between a three to a five. But somebody that's like straight up toxic 
they're in those negative behaviors between the between the levels of eight and ten. Yeah, continuously. All the time. Yeah. And I think if something is toxic mentally, then that will always appear um in your behavior. Like doesn't, you know, even if it is just a one-off thing, um, in that moment it could come across as toxic. However, again, it doesn't mean that the person overall is a toxic person. I think you really, this is really something that people need to look at and understand. Well, I'm glad that's why we did this episode because you know what? It's interesting. I'm going to bring this up anyways, and you know, I'm going to try to keep it as PG as possible. Um, have you ever heard of the dating coach, Matthew Hussey? Yes, I have. Is the English guy. Yes, yes. I was going to say British, but yes. British, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on stage speaking at an event and he was like talking to women and stuff. And she was like, you know, asking a question of like, hey, like, when should you have bedroom fun with your partner? He hasn't taken me out on a date yet. Right. So she was like, he has to take me out on a date, like demanding. Right. His response was, OK, well, then you have to have sex with him. A lot of people took offense to that, but he ended up explaining himself and saying, when you come into a relationship and you have demands, you see, because a lot of women will say, well, no, he has to do this. He has to take me on a date. Okay, if you have that mentality, then you have to have sex with him or bedroom mm -hmm. fun. And you see, you shouldn't go in demanding. When you meet the person that you want to be with, they'll just want to do those things. You should not come in being demanding. But you see, his comment, a lot of women took offense to it. Oh, how could he say that? That's very toxic, blah, blah, blah. A man should, should, should have to take me out on a date. Nobody has to do anything. It's because they want to. want to. There's a difference. But you see how people automatically said that he was toxic because he verbalized and saying, well, if you're going to run around here saying that a man has to take you on a date that he has to pay so then you have to give him bedroom fun and then yeah. you see they she's like no i don't but then he was and then his counter argument was then well then he doesn't have to take you on a date then yeah yeah you can't put those that i i think actually somebody turned up with those demands is quite toxic <laughs> well saying it like verbalizing <laughs> and saying you have to you have to you have to. yeah have, saying you have to is toxic because no one like you rightfully said no one has to do anything and actually if it was the other way around and he said to her you have to have bedroom fun with me then the police can be called put it that way yeah but then it's but like the counter argument is what you're saying is to a man is he has to spend his hard-earned money on you when he doesn't no, have he doesn't have to do anything so if he wants to you can't demand that you can't demand that someone does something for you Unless they want to, you got to allow it to come to see, you to allow that. If it's the person that's for you or you've vetted them and you've done all those things, they'll want to do those things for you. They'll want to take you out on dates. Yeah. They'll want to travel with you. They'll want to go the extra mile for you. It won't be like, what's the word I'm looking for? Resistance. It won't be resistance, like, and, oh, hey, babe, can we go on a date? Yeah, no problem. Not like, oh man, I'll take you on dates. Like, ah. Yeah, and if you if like if your partner is being like that, then you need to have a word. Um, 
like honestly no, they picked the wrong person and the, because yeah. it's like if it was the person and you vetted them properly and you're on the same page then those things won't because that's the thing we're going to use it for example if the man is not taking a woman out on dates and she's requested see big difference not you have to but requested that for the relationship to stay fluent and and for it to stay fruitful you know we need to have alone time and go on dates that's mm. no problem that that's mm. different but then you see the woman shouldn't have to beg the man for dates no that's the no. thing it's the same thing no. with the man he shouldn't have to beg his woman for bedroom fun absolutely and also like if a man or if uh, not just a man if somebody's turning up in your relationship and they're adding positivity to the relationship and then they're doing it they're doing their side in the sense of being uh, a congruent person being um a high lifted spirited person to turn up with positivity with the actions of you know let's go out to dinner or if the woman's going to suggest something but it's a su suggestion but if somebody is coming into the is in the relationship and their behavior is not if, if their behavior is of negative behavior and they bring upset to the relationship that's when it's toxic because like somebody bringing positivity is not toxic behavior or toxic ways of thinking right but somebody showing up and actually bringing negativity and upset into the relationship all like the time. purposely yeah all the time purposely but just picking at things or i don't like the way you do this or i don't like the way you do that or why did you say this or you know there's many different ways how people can communicate in a very negative way and that's toxic behavior right that's exactly that she pretty much summed it up in a nutshell that is pretty much in a nutshell toxic behavior and that's the thing as i said when you're dating somebody and you really like them and care about them their requests you have no problem filling them it's yeah. not a burden to you yeah it's not no that's right it's not it, and it really isn't it really is that you want to do these things for people that, well, I say people as in the partner. Yeah. But that's yeah. interesting because you see, everybody throws around the word toxic, 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 toxic. And they don't understand the meaning. They don't understand that it's context. But the biggest overall, it's because they don't like correction. Mm. And that's so true, Michael. They Very don't good like point you're up. your behavior is unacceptable. Change it. Mm. If you want me to stay in this relationship, change it. Mm. Because you've got to look at the deeper side of that. If their behavior is coming out like that, then they're thinking in that way. Their mm. thought process is not of nice towards you. Otherwise, their behavior would, would, would be of a positive behavior. So they're obviously thinking of the relationship in a negative way for their behavior to be of negative behavior, right? Well, so, if we're honest, we you also have to understand that some people, again, they're not used to correction, but they think that that type of behavior is okay because they've never had somebody correct them. That's why. So, right. if you go out to dinner, for example, and the person you're dating is rude to the waiter, 
to them, they might have been that might have been okay with them because they've never had a partner or a family member correct that type of behavior. Yeah. So to them, that's normal. Oh, for me to talk down to somebody, for me to be rude to them because they've never had it corrected, it could be normal to them. Yeah, absolutely. They to don't them, know it no different. Not be toxic because they've been living that way and behaving that way for the longest period of time. But isn't that interesting? Because again, if you when you get into a relationship, they are like it's nice to be open to those suggestions to say, well, actually, you know what, that kind of behavior is not really nice. Like, think about the waiter. Think about how hard they've been working today. So, for you to speak to them that way is not it's not nice. So, and if and that's what a relationship is all about: to learn from one another and be able to correct one another, to be able to turn up and be able to present the better version of yourself because if the next time you go to a restaurant, if you take that on board, then the next time you go to a restaurant, you won't behave like that. And that makes it an overall nicer experience because you're now being polite. So now you've grown and learned from that experience and you've taken on board what your partner said and you've implemented that and now your behavior has changed. And I think that's beautiful to be able to hear that from your partner and then be able to implement it without no resistance, you know? Exactly. And that's the thing, guys. Like on this channel, we don't attack men or women. We're just here to give understanding. And that's what I mean. Like I've gone out and, you know, gone on dates and met women. And there was a particular woman that I went out with one time. We had a great time. Dinner was great. We went out for a walk. And, you know, we're getting to know each other. This is where the going deep goes. And she told me, she was like, yeah, like, you know, like, I had a guy in my life. I didn't really like him like that. But, like, I took gifts from him. You know, I had him change my oil for my car. You know, uh, you know, if I was ever needed money, he'd help me out. And I was like, you're a user. You're a, you're a jerk. And she didn't like that. And she was like, how could you say that? The date was going perfect and you ruined it. I'm like, so what you're telling me is you did this to this individual knowing and well conscious that you did not like him, have no feelings for him, yet you constantly took his gifts. Now it's his fault for doing it, but you also had to receive it. So I told her, I'm like, that is unacceptable behavior. Clearly. The date didn't but it end. Doesn't mean, it doesn't mean she's toxic overall. It no, just but means that, that behavior that, in that yeah. moment told me a lot. Yeah, yeah. It told me enough. And the date ended poorly. There was a little bit of an argument. And a week later, she calls me back and she's like, you know what? You were right. I should have never behaved that way. I did apologize to that man and he appreciated it um, because I had no right taking things from him when I had no interest in being with him. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. And I, yeah, and I said, no problem. I didn't, I didn't just say, oh, she's overall toxic. But that particular thing told me a lot. Hmm. I think it depends also, though. I think, you know, uh, well, I don't know. We've had these conversations many times and I just think, again, it's like we're, we're going to stick on the toxic side of things. And, and I think that was a really good example to say that if somebody has done that, it doesn't mean they're toxic, especially when they've realised and to them they've looked at that perception. But you've got to understand as well that there's people that don't see it like that. And they and, didn't see it like that. That's, and she that's... didn't see it like that. So it's a very innocent way. And like you just think, well, you know, the person's helped me out and that's, 
that's a good thing. So that will enhance her life and it will, you know, but the guy, if the guy's thinking, oh, I'm going to end up, I'm going to end up in a relationship with this person, then that's different. But if you've got a friendship or you've just started talking and I don't know, you both don't like each other like that and a friend comes along and helps you out, then that's a different thing. But that's again, different when she knew that the guy liked her. That's she knew the guy liked her. And also it's like, it, it's again, you know, you can't take she could have been a lovely lovely girl and just thought you know well it, someone's just helping me out so it doesn't mean again that that person's toxic overall because her thought process wasn't necessarily of a toxic thought process she wasn't thinking to herself oh i'm gonna take this and then i'm gonna really do him over uh, that's toxic you know um yeah, the reason why i'm saying that like why i've highlighted that it's because it's also certain level of awareness she was aware that this individual liked her yet she still continued to continue that on and it ties into what we're talking about when it comes to toxic people and toxic behavior we all have toxic traits in us right but we are aware certain certain times when we need to pull it back yes that's what i'm trying to say there's certain times when someone's like michael you're being a little arrogant right now okay cool no problem i'll pull it back you're being a little self-centered. Pull it back. No problem. You're being a little egotistical. Pull it back. No problem. You see, we all have those characteristics, but are we willing to pull them back? Someone that's completely toxic won't pull them back. That's the difference between the two parties. They will not admit they are wrong. Someone that's flat out toxic will not admit they're wrong and not correct or change behavior and pull it back. They will stay in stay in that behavior and keep acting and presenting themselves in that way, regardless of other people's feelings or things around them. And that's the serious self-centeredness. And I'm so glad you said that. It's so true. It's so true. They're not willing to accept responsibility for how they are. And it's like, you know what, you could honestly say something that Jovi, Dr. Joe Vitali says, it's not, it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. It so. Is. It is because your behavior is not necessarily your fault if you don't know no different because you don't know what you don't know. Until someone points it out to you, even though you've lived in this world, it doesn't mean that everyone's that aware that they can obviously pick up on these things. They don't know no different and no one's ever told them. So they don't know. They think it's okay. So until somebody has said it to you and you pick up on that and you actually implement that change, then that's like, that's the best scenario you can get, right? Well, that's why I said it about that girl, because she was aware. Yeah. That's why she was very aware. And I think your level of awareness plays a role in your toxic behaviors or dealing with toxic people. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Totally agree so with that. So that's why I said that. Do you think I'm toxic? Yeah, I might have some toxic traits from time to time. Does Anthea? Yeah, we all do. Yeah, it's more of a sense of is there a level of self-acknowledgement when you need to rein it in? Yes. You just at the end of the day, you and again, unless someone points it out to you um in those like moments of moments, and that's what they are, they're moments of being like when you're being disrespectful to the left and someone says, Yo, you're being disrespectful, you're gonna be like, No, no, I'm not. Blah blah blah. That's even more uh, <laughs> Yeah, and you're just out here like, you know what I mean? Like blah blah blah. And you're sounding like a friggin' 
like a T-Rex from Jurassic Park. And the person's like, no, I'm telling you that you're acting a little out of line. Yeah, and, and we should all be able to take that on board. And, you know, if it's really it's like... Criticism. Yeah, and I tell you what, I think a good thing you could all do is if you if somebody says something to you and you don't agree with it and you want to stamp your feet about it, go onto Google and put the behavior in and see what kind of behavior it is so that it's not the person that's just told you telling you. It's actually Google search telling you that's right. Well, see, that's the one thing. I've realized that people can't... You can't handle the truth. They yeah. can't handle the truth. And that's I love the that thing. Film. A few good men, that's from, isn't it? You can't yeah. handle the truth. I love it. Um, no, it's just, but I think when you, you know, like um, when someone's, if someone's quite close to you, a lot of people find it hard to take advice or take what somebody said that's close. Like it's normally somebody, say someone very close to you can say something and you could put stamp your feet about it and then somebody that you don't know will say exactly the same thing and you take notice and it's a human behavior that's very bizarre to me but um i think i pro i've probably done it as well and obviously i don't know why um i'd like to understand that to be fair however that's why i said i know like we laughed about it but i think if somebody points something out go and google it and go and see what it's really about because you might find that actually that person's not being a jerk. They're not being toxic. They're not being a certain way. They're actually very aware and can see the behavior doesn't look nice for you either and doesn't and can't feel that good for you because of the what's the action being taken. So actually go and research it and then see for yourself so you can have your own awareness behind it, right? I will take it a step further. Educate yourself. Yes read books based on these types of things you see this book says how to find relationships that are good for you safe people and avoid those that aren't read those type of things educate yourself because and i love that anthea said like if you're going to stamp your feet you're not a child mm. a child does that i am not calling you a child and you've heard me say this on the channel before yeah but your behavior is very childlike like there is a difference yeah. because if you're going to stomp your feet, if you're going to complain, oh, they're doing this and do you're not a child. You are mm -hmm. a mature adult. I should not have to talk to you like a child. You should not have to talk to me like a child. We're two consenting adults. We should be able to come to each other and say, hey, look, how you behaved was inappropriate. Make sure it doesn't happen again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I tell you that, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> a T-Rex. That's pretty. That's a T-Rex. If you've ever seen the movie Jurassic Park. I have. I never heard. T-Rex noise. So pretty much it's like you, you tell the person don't do that and they go off like a T-Rex. That's brilliant. That's and it's brilliant. like, so what you're telling me is you have childlike behaviors because you don't know how to take correction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because so, a mature adult will say, look, I understand how you feel. I'm not here to hurt you or do you harm. I will reflect and do better.
It's very simple. I will reflect and do better. But it's just because yeah. people don't like being held accountable. When It's like one of my biggest things is when you're in a relationship, especially with a partner, let's say, for example, and, I, and we like to use the dinner date example here because it's the best one. If your wife or your partner says to you, hey, can we go on dinner dates? You need to make them feel secure. Don't just say, yeah, I'll let you know. That's not securing. That is leaving um, mystery. That is leaving uncertainty. Tell them, babe, I can't take you out tonight, but I can take you out Friday at three. Does that work for you? That that gives her certainty that what you've promised is going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with the bedroom. And I've had this discussion with females before. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't feel like giving him bedroom fun. And that's fine. We would never advocate that you have to do things that you, that you don't want to do. But understand that you are in a relationship. Tell your husband, hey, look, not tonight, babe. I'm a little tired. But would you be okay with, you know, Friday at this time? So then he's not feeling rejected. He still feels like my wife wants me. My wife desires just the timing is wrong. Mm -hmm. but I'll be okay and we'll be able to participate in this at this time. Mm -hmm. That's what mature adults do. It's because, not toxic. <laughs> well, no, that's not toxic because no. the thing is the caveat and this is where I'm going to, I wish I had like a sound effect where there's like the, the, the big boot and the kicking in the bum. I wish I had that emoji. People get upset when they're like, oh, my person cheated on me. But were you constantly telling them no? For example, let's say you have a husband and he's asking you for bedroom fun. And you're like, no, 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 all the time. Without no context, without telling him, hey, babe, you know, we'll do it at this time. And then he goes out and cheats on you. And then you get upset. Were you neglecting your husband? Yes. I'm not telling you that you had to do something you didn't want to do. But you could have at least told him, hey, babe, not tonight. Can we pencil it in Thursday or Saturday? Then he rolls over and says, babe, I respect you enough. I understand. I appreciate that. He's not stomping his feet saying, why don't you want to give me bedroom fun and blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> oh, in that moment, if he does that, that's childlike behavior. Yeah, for sure. But that's the, that's what I'm using that, that story in context because that's the thing. People get upset. Oh, he cheated. Well, did you push him away? Did you push her away? You probably did. Mm. So again, guys, we're going to get ready to wrap this up. Anthea, do we have any comments? Um, not as far as I can see, no. But to be fair, um, Facebook does have a funny way of putting the comments through. So they might pop up after. And if they do, we'll get back to you. Um, we'll get back to you, guys. Yeah, so anyways... Um, we're going to wrap this up. Um, we really appreciate everybody tuning in. As I said, our podcast is just here to educate. We're not coaches. We're just two people coming together, having a conversation on experiences that we want to share with the world and people to have better relationships. Because think about it. If relationships are one of the key foundations of life, having healthy relationships, why aren't we taught these things? We're yeah, not. absolutely. And I think when you say relationships, I think it all starts with the relationship from yourself. 
Oh, I everything with yourself, yeah. with your family, with, with your family, everything, not friendships, business partners, yeah. whatever. And that's yeah. how you're going to end up in a good, in a good, loving, well-maintained relationship by having that good relationship with yourself and keeping the relationships around you positive. Well, we're not taught these things. That's the no, thing. Like, we're not. We're not. No, we're so, not. Like, what they do is they say, we'll go out and just make mistakes. But it's like, yeah. if you have information that can help people not make those mistakes so they can date better, have better relationships, sustainability, um, you know, feel comfortable, feel secure and prosper. Yeah, it, huh? It's your, it's your God given duty to provide that information. So yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, cool. we only feel here that we're just doing our God given duty to provide people information so they can make better dating choices. Yes. I am into that. Um, so with that being said, guys, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. See you on Monday. Have a fantastic